you know, this, this week I've been praying and I had another message. And um, on Thursday morning, I, I started praying for the church and he changed my message. <laughs> and I started, I was listening to Waymaker and I was saying, God, I haven't heard this for a while. I just wonder if the person who's going to be leading is in the spirit this week. I'm just going to test them. I'm not going to tell them what I'm going to be talking about. And um, you know what? I was like, oh, it's on the list. Praise God. So, you know, God really speaks to us. And He's and it's so good to know that our worship leaders are prayerful about what they're, they're doing. Because, you know, we've been in a wilderness experience over this time. And I really felt like God is wanting to make a way where there seems no way. He wants to freshen us up. He wants to do a new work in us. He wants us to let go of the past two years, which has been like this wilderness experience in all our lives. You know, we've had so many rules to live by, haven't we? And I know that there's still some rules, but far out, rules to not worship, rules to not see people, rules to not travel, not allowed to see loved ones, not allowed to even have a, maybe a, a surgery of some kind, just crazy things that we've had to deal with and have had to put up with and they've just been battering our lives continually and if you listen to the media too much or watch the news too much it can really get you down you know it can really batter you around and you think far out there's no hope there's no future um how long is this going to last and you know you can get very weary and you can feel like this is such a wilderness experience and so many people not just have had covid or been through things that um, like the whole lockdown thing, but they've had their personal issues as well. And so on top of the personal issues, the, per the COVID has just made it worse. Lockdowns just make it worse because you can't visit, you can't see people. Um, you know, maybe people have lost loved ones, all those things, and it's just been a real painful time. But I really feel like it's time to be refreshed. God is wanting to move amongst his church and say, don't live like you're on survival mode anymore you know I was looking um, I was thinking about survival mode we sometimes just we like the the battery in the phone you know you see it running down right down to the last moment and um, and the battery life is nearly done and you put it on um, battery saving mode and so you can so what happens is the the phone isn't using isn't on all um, you know isn't using everything in the phone. It's not on a hundred percent. So it's just using the things it needs to get through to hopefully get you to the next place of being recharged. And I think sometimes we can be like that. We're just hoping we can get to the next place of being recharged. I'm not going to use all my resources. I'm not going to use my gifts. I'm just going to try and get there to the end and hopefully God will recharge me at that time because through this two years people some people have been like just in that survival mode it's like being in the desert when you see them on tv and they have that little flask amongst like five of them and they all have to share a little drop every time because it might run out where our God is not that God he will never run out and in Isaiah 41, listen to this, from 17 to 20. 
The poor and needy search for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched with thirst. But I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into springs. I will put the des- in the desert the cedar and the acacia and the myrtle and the olive. I will set the junipers in wastelands the fir and the cypress together, so that people may see and know, may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created it. When we go through the wilderness, we are not alone. There is plenty of water to drink when we are with the Lord. We don't have to be on survival mode, but yet it is so easy to forget that, you know, who we are and who we have inside of us. It is so easy to let the circumstances buffet us and, you know, wear us down. And, you know, everyone goes through this and um, we all go through it. And we have to shake ourselves up and remember our God is a God of abundance. Our God has these springs of water that will well up in this time of wilderness and he wants to refresh us and we have to keep going to the spring that is, you know, that eternal spring that will keep refreshing us. Amen. So he will bring refreshment for our soul and I'm just praying that today that we're going to have a time at the end where we're going to worship and God's going to refresh us. So wilderness can be a time of hiding. You know, David hid in the wilderness from Saul. He was to be called he was going to be called king. He was anointed to be called king, but here he was running away from this man that was trying to trying to hurt him. He was called he was running into the wilderness. And he didn't want to go into the wilderness, but it was just a time where he needed to hide and he needed to protect protect his life. And, you know, sometimes we hide in the wilderness, not like David, I think. We hide from our sin. We hide from shame. We hide from people because we don't want them to see us or we feel bad about ourselves or we, you know, you know, we, we have to, we just hide. And sometimes, you know, you might not hear from someone for a while and you think, oh, no, what's happened to them? They're, you know, they're in hiding mode. And I think we need to watch that out on ourselves because God doesn't want us to hide. You know, the enemy may be chasing your tail, but he doesn't want you to hide on your own. He wants you to be with him and be with his people. And David was amazing because he didn't let that wilderness um, affect his soul. He says in Psalm 63, Oh God, You are my God. Early I will seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. We need to allow the Holy Spirit and God to have his way in our lives when we're going through the wilderness. We need to remember his word and what he's saying. It goes on here, Psalm 63, 5 onwards. My soul shall be satisfied as marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the, watches of, in the night watches because you have been my help. 
Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I'll rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. What did David do? He praised God. He remembered him. He meditated on him and he followed him all the way through the wilderness. And if that hasn't been your testimony, you can change it right now. And I know, I know a lot of people it has been through this wilderness time. You've been following him. You've been meditating on him. You've been, um, you know, getting hungry and hungrier for God. Sometimes we've, you know, gone through that patch in the wilderness and then the next moment we're in a dry spot. You know, we just got to remember God will always quench our thirst. And if you're hiding and if you're, you know, you're feeling guilty and shameful, God just wants to restore you. He wants to show you that you are forgiven and that you are loved. Amen. Wilderness is a time of going without, a time of testing and temptation. You know, in Matthew 24, Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. He was also going without necessary things to survive. You know, he, he gave up everything to go into the wilderness. And, you know, we, when the wilderness happens, sometimes we go without. We've gone without, haven't we, through this wilderness time? You know, I think, um, you know, life won't be the same in you because you've You've had to go without things. You start appreciating things better. You start easing yourself off things that maybe you shouldn't have been doing before. Or, you know, like maybe you've lost a loved one or you've, you know, you've lost things through this wilderness. But um, the wilderness sometimes changes us and we won't be the same. I saw a T-shirt the other day. And it said, um, normal isn't coming back, but Jesus is. Okay? So what is normal, you know? What is normal? So many people say, oh, we want life back to normal. But life will never be normal again because God is always doing a changing thing in our lives and in the lives of our community. And I feel like God is just trying to get their attention. You know, sometimes we're going through these wilderness experiences so we can he can um, speak to us and he can start doing things into our lives, doing things in our lives. You know, he tempts us because sometimes we're not meant to do this wilderness without God. And we find ourselves alone in this time and we start hearing the voices again. Oh, you're hopeless, you're useless. Oh, God doesn't love you. Oh, you know, all these lies of the enemy that keeps just bombarding your brain and look, the church isn't there for me, they aren't there for me, they don't love me, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, what does Jesus say when the devil tempted him? It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Sometimes when we're in wilderness times, he wants us to get more into his word so that we will live off him, that we won't need all the comforts of life. We won't need every person just speaking into our life all the time. He wants us to be able to have this deep relationship with him where we can just trust in his word and know that we are okay because he is with us through this time. The wilderness is a time of one-on-one -on -one time with God more than ever before. 
a time when you can get into that word, a time when you can meditate on him, a time where maybe the enemy will come, but it's time for you to dig in that word and get, the enemy, get that word to fight back. Amen. Psalm 103, he changes a wilderness into a pool of water and a dry land into springs of water. You know, the wilderness is a metaphor for our heart. <clears throat> As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after God. You know, the wilderness can be a heart thing, and it usually is. Even if it is circumstantial, it affects our heart. And in, you know, John the Baptist, he was the voice in the wilderness, getting people to get prepared for the king. And in Luke 3, 4 to 6, it said, A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight. The rough ways smooth. And all people will see salvation. You know, John the Baptist was actually referring to our hearts. Make way for him in your life. Make way for him in your hearts. He was using that metaphor because back in those days, the kings used to come through the wilderness to come to cities. And what happened was before the king came, they used to make a special highway for the king that wasn't going to be so hard to get into, that wasn't going to be filled with mountains and rocks and ditches and, and you know, it was going to be a smooth way in so he could come into that city easily. And I think God wants us to remove things in our hearts so that we will make way for him. It's like last year was our theme, make way for the king. Well, this is making way for the king. We're going to make way for him in our lives and hearts. And, you know, you may say, oh, yeah, but this is in my heart and they've hurt me and I've got unforgiveness there or I've got bitterness. How dare the pastor say that to me? You know, all these things stop, you know, the king from entering into your heart and doing the things that he wants, you, wants to do. You know, and um, he wants us to tear down those thoughts and make Christ the head of our thoughts. Tear down those lies and believe in the truth of God and his word. Believe in him. Let's do a heart check and think, is there anything stopping me right now from receiving those beautiful pools of water that he wants to refresh my heart with? Is there anything stopping me right now? Because there is a voice in the wilderness right now, and I think it's even your own heart saying, Please refresh me. Please make way for the king. Please let him in. I'm dying of thirst. I'm dying of thirst. My heart, my soul is longing for the king of kings. You know, we need sometimes wilderness experiences because wilderness experiences help us hear the voice of God if we turn to him. You know, it helps us put things into perspective again and to think, oh, what is really important in life? Like through this whole COVID thing, what has been important? People have been important. You know, people have been so important and you've, you don't realise what you've got until you miss it, right? Until you can't have it. You know, what haven't you been able to have and you've missed? You know, maybe some of the things 
you've you've um, you know you you like doing before it doesn't even matter anymore because there's been so many your life has been put into perspective again you know sometimes our lives like will never as I said before they will never be the same again and we've got to be able to draw from God and know that life is going to go forward from here but different in God's way and um, you know some people you may think I've got to learn to live with something I didn't expect you know even a health issue and things like that but God wants you to seek him he wants you to know him during this time he's calling out to you and he wants to refresh you and do a new work in your life and this year I just want you know let's just we all want this year to be a good year don't we you know we're all thinking oh my goodness what the heck's happening I'm praying that it's a bad start to a good year but you know what it can be a good year in God no matter what the circumstances are because you know what the end times are coming and I hate to say it it could get worse but um you know (laughs) this is just circumstantial you know you read the Bible and things aren't meant to get better um, as we, you know, face the coming of Christ. But then the coming of Christ will come and he will just make everything beautiful and amazing, more than we can even imagine. So as we hold on to that, I just want to give you the scripture, Isaiah 43, 18 to 21. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honour me that jackals the owls because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself that they may proclaim my praise. So he is calling us all right now. No matter what... You know, if we're in a wilderness, he's calling us to praise him. He's calling us to turn to him. He's calling us to drink from his wells of salvation. And so why don't we stand up this morning? You know, have you been in a wilderness? Have you been in a time and you're just like thinking, when is this going to end? Well, it can end today. It can end today with you just coming to the Lord opening up your hearts and experiencing His fresh Holy Spirit. If you want to get rid of some of those mountains and rocks that are in your heart, those things maybe that are stopping you from receiving His refreshing, you know what? You can just confess those things right now. You know, God is with you. You are not alone. Even in this room, He is tending to each person's heart right now. He is tending to your heart. He is not missing one person out. He loves each person. Why don't you lift your hands to him? Lift your heart to him. Say, Lord, help me. Deal with these things that stop me from receiving from you. Deal with me, Lord. May your spirit pour out on me, Lord. Refresh your people, I pray.
Refresh your church. Receive from God today. This is what he wants. He wants you to be refreshed. He wants you to praise him. He wants you to meditate on him. He wants you to spend time with him so that you can be a witness in this world. Not just a witness in this world, but you know what? God wants to remind you. He just actually wants you to be his child. He just wants you to be with him. And he will do the work. He loves you so much. He misses you. He misses you. Let that refreshing touch just come upon you right now. Praise you, Jesus.